Hello and welcome once again. My name is Frankie Gianetti. Yeah, and I'm his brother Joe Gianetti. And we are here once again to introduce you to a wonderful restaurant that we have opened and um, stocked with delicious comestibles for you and your family to enjoy. Now, this particular restaurant is in the Southwest, New Mexico, to be exact. <laughs> and we have got it all ready for you, right, Joe? Yeah, that's right. Uh, we, we, we acquired this restaurant in Santa Fe, New Mexico. This is a restaurant. It is called The Compound. Now, you may be saying to yourself, The Compound. That doesn't sound very fancy. Die. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> give up. Just give up on being alive because you're not you're not fancy enough. You can't come to the compound. In fact, if you think that there's a problem with that name, please say so when you call for the reservation. We will hang up on you. You will not you will not be eating at the compound. In fact, before you even do that, put your head inside a death ray machine. <laughs> if, yeah. I mean, if you have one, <laughs> you know, I, maybe maybe we should be a little more worried about someone who owns a death ray machine <laughs> and angering them. But I feel like th they should know this about themselves. We're doing a public service. If you have a problem with the name, just put your mouth in a tiger's asshole and <laughs> he won't like it and he'll probably hurt you. you know? Yes, exactly. Do that. And, and please, for the love of God above. If you're not fancy, don't even come around. Yeah, th look, <laughs> look, we we can't we can't make you stay away. You know, if you want to <laughs> lie to us and tell us how fancy you are, we'll let you eat here. But if you get here and you are not a and you can't accept the level of fancy we're going to give you in this joint, I don't know if we, I don't know if I can restrain myself there, uh, Frankie. I might I might have to I might have to put somebody through it through a TED uh, talk that is going on. <laughs> I just throw them right through the whole performance. I would be very understanding about that course of action. But listen, this is a restaurant that we have worked very hard. We have uh, renovated it. We have Chef Clay. Uh, he is a very well-known chef in his uh, native clubhouse town. <laughs> That's right. He was raised from a little boy in a little chef learning <laughs> rowboat. He, they, they kept him out in the lake. Uh, so he didn't play with the other kids because they wanted him to learn about different kinds of garlic and stuff out there. And uh, by the time he was strong enough to row the boat back ashore, and he was ready for revenge. But it was too late because he was already a brilliant chef. We got him. We put him in a bag. We brought him over to the compound. <laughs> That's right. It was it was like Conan, you know. They were making him, you know, <laughs> dice right. things and like kept them chained to a big post and making, you know, giving him little uh, flash cards about, you know, what kind of dessert is this? And when he was finally finished, he put on an apron. He's ready for battle over here at the compound. Yeah, they made him push around a giant pepper grinder so his legs got real <laughs> strong. Uh, and it just it made him into a killer. But a killer of uh, food items for you. <laughs> Let's begin, shall we? I think we should. First now, place we should start is probably the first courses. That's where that's where any fancy joints gonna have. We're gonna do it. They're gonna start off with some appetizers. I mean, you love an appetizer, don't you? Oh, there's nothing like an appetizer to get things going. Now, the first one here is potato and leek soup. Now, you may be thinking, all right, potatoes and leeks, yeah. get out of the room. <laughs> Leave the earth and try to breathe the nothing that's out there. Because you, you, if you think it's just potatoes and leeks, go get a Campbell's soup can and drop it on your gallons, okay? 
<laughs> now, the, this is focaccia smoked bacon Charlotte. Now, uh, bacon Charlotte, of course, the process is uh, we go up to a lady who we think is named Charlotte. <laughs> she looks like we, uh, she has a Charlotte look about her. <laughs> and if you look at enough ladies, you can start to see which ones might be named Charlotte. It takes years to learn <laughs> which one's really a Charlotte. But that's how I don't know fancy. if we're even quite there. We just have a sense <laughs> that they might be. We're still learning, but we still we're we're about sixty, you know, sixty thirty right now. <laughs> Which is not possible. That's nuts. That is not a great ratio. That's just just this side of a coin but, toss. But what about the other ten percent? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, ten percent we are right and don't know it and don't not know it. That's right. Now, bacon Charlotte. Once we find the, you know, the Charlotte, mm-hmm. we uh, we say, look, there's a shipwreck, and they look, and we drop the bacon into their their short pants. Yeah, <laughs> she's got to have short pants, and <laughs> most of the ladies who we think are going to be maybe named Charlotte do. They got that's what they do. That's how to wear it. You know, like some chicks wearing a skirt. Forget about it. She's not going to be named Charlotte. No, no. There's never. not a chance in the world. But once it's in there, it's going to be aged uh, next to Charlotte's private pots. And that gives it a very special flavor. Yeah, and the focaccia smokes down there. And it's like, the, so you got the focaccia smokes bacon Charlotte. That's all brewing, brewing away for a couple of, couple of days while, like, she doesn't know we're doing this. It's not. <laughs> It's not 100% legal. It's definitely not nice. It's risky. But it's fancy, and that's how fancy it is, and that's what we're going to do for you. Next, we're going to go to a a compound classic 21-style beef tartare. Whew. This is something else. Now, yeah. you, you 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 didn't you, you were not sold on this, but but the chef once he got out of that rowboat, we put him in the bag. He really sold you on this one. What what was it that gave him that gave you gave you the go ahead for this? Well, this uh, this particular beef tartare it has cornicons and raw egg yolk. Right. See that right. cornicons. Well, <laughs> some people call it cornichons. Uh, you know, cause that's, if you're a little fancier than you are, you know, you just, sometimes you don't pay attention, you know, when we're taking the class in miniature pickles, that's, that's what that is. That's a miniature pickle that's looking at you going like, I'm as French as hell, but I don't want to talk about it. I don't want you to know about it. That like, shows how fancy you are. That is not what that is. Oh no. I thought no. it was. What is that then? No, this is a corner con. Oh, okay. Is this, like, is, uh, is this like a place where people go and dress up like comic book characters about corn? <laughs> no, it was something different. It was a cross between a table and a face uh, of, a mo- of a monkey. <laughs> That's not a good combination if you're just going to have it as furniture. But if you're going to have it as food, that's the fanciest thing that we could think to put in with this compound classic 21-style beef tartare. Now, yeah, why is it 21 so, style? Well, because uh, the, uh, the the chef Kali, you know, the, the guy who was in the bag, we got him in here. Uh, he used to he used to sharpen his cum, his his cummerbund with an apple. <laughs> Took a very long Took time. Took a while, probably. It probably but, probably was the worst way to go about that. <laughs> like it's almost like you got to think maybe he was afraid of succeeding. You know, he was like afraid that he was going to ever yeah. get it sharp. So he just yeah, said, yeah. "Yeah, yeah, but no, no, I'm working on, it. I'm working on it." But he's sharpening it with an apple, and everyone's going like, "This guy doesn't even want this to happen." <laughs> 
<laughs> but it finally happened, but it took him 21 years, and that's why it's called 21 Style. That's what it is. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so that's $26 for that, and that's how you know how good it is. You know, that's hmm? it's one of our fanciest, uh, fanciest first plates. Now, this next one, we got sweetbreads and foie gras. Now, foie gras, that's the stuff that, like, a goose shits out, right? Like, that's the stuff... <laughs> That comes flying out of the back of a bird, uh, if unless uh, unless you wanted it to be edible, and then it's something different, probably. <laughs> well, foie gras. A lot of people think that it's the literal translation from the French, which is co uh, Kobe Bryant. <laughs> no, no. It turns out that is not what it is. Now, no. now it does come with also with sweetbreads, though. Now, sweetbreads. That's like. That's like if you take the, like like the the best cut of a cow's mind and you tell it you tell it you try to tell it who it is and make it come alive and become artificially <laughs> intelligent but it doesn't really go in cuz you've kind of taken the no. brain out of the animal so you're kind of wasting your time and the cow's time. Yeah. You're kind of getting in your own way with that process there. <laughs> it's um, kind of a mistake to even get it started, but so much fancy stuff is. You know, there's so yeah. much, there's so much fanciness that really is just a waste of time. That's how you know how fancy a restaurant is. If they take 20 minutes doing something that they could have done in five minutes, you're like, "Ooh, boy, these Absolutely. guys are fancy." Absolutely, yeah. Sometimes Chef Calais, uh, what what we'll see him do, he'll get up in the early morning. He'll get up uh, at night, uh, which is <laughs> he gets up so early it's before the morning. Yeah, he he'll gets get up, up at he, night. He'll get up before he got up the day before. Sometimes. Yeah. Like he'll, he'll set his alarm out. for earlier than he said it. <laughs> yeah, and he'll go out and he'll uh he'll talk into a hole in the ground and he'll pretend the that his choo 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 train, his personal choo choo train, <laughs> is uh has has gone uh to le to uh to Denmark to study the origin of the fun. Yeah, 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 he has a personal choo-choo train, but he's only pretending that it went to Denmark. He, it's just, mm -hmm. it's still around. You know, you don't worry about that. But this is how fancy he is because yes. you figure he got up so early, he's probably going to be like, you know, doing something for the restaurant. Nope, no, he's doing this. No, he's doing this operation with his Denmark choo-choo train because you know, because it takes longer. You know, that's mm -hmm. that's what a really fancy chef can do. That's why we got him for the compound. But what's in the sweet bread and foie gras? What's in the in the what's the ingredients? Well, they, they, you got seeps, seepers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that is because it's well, I like thought it's, that was it's not crepes. Well, I thought it was crepes, but you punch them in the in the ghost. <laughs> yeah, that's and right. And it takes the R away. Yeah, you just you punch him right in the trumpet, and he can't he can't <laughs> he can't soil uh, the 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 regular dirt anymore. Uh, and which is fine because it's already dirt, you know, like you don't care, but it makes him feel bad. It makes him feel emasculated. Who are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I lost the thread, but when the crepe is a wonderful thing, but if you really, if you look at it so hard that your chaise, your chaise lounge gets, uh, aware of yourself, oh boy, then the R will come off. It'll and then fall it's just out. Sapes or capes. Yeah. Seepies. Seepies. I mean, the important thing is it's fancy. We don't know what it is. And so it's not going to hurt. What you don't know won't hurt you about if this. If we dish. define it, it will become less fancy. That's right. It's like we a quantum dare. physics Schrodinger's cat kind of a thing. If you put some pancakes in a bag and said, are they in there? Or are they not in there? 
they're probably in there. Probably, yeah, they are. <laughs> there's no question. There's no quantum <laughs> physics necessary. You know, you could just open the bag. You see them right in there. They're there. You know, unless that's... like there's like a physics uh, 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 wombat that like he ate them. <laughs> And right. then you open the bag and they're not in there. And you're like, whoa, everything, you know, everything we've ever known about physics has changed. It's like, well, except you just ate them. Except look in there. There is a wombat who kind of like <laughs> looks like he's not that hungry. And you're like, yeah. oh, I guess this isn't Einstein territory. Yeah, he exactly. kind of smells like Aunt Jemima. So like, <laughs> yeah, he's just, you know, and he just like, he looks like really happy, like really <laughs> I guess, happy. I guess he doesn't smell like Aunt Jemima. <laughs> I guess he sounds like Aunt sounds Jemima like syrup. Something but. that Aunt Jemima has produced <laughs> yeah. for pub the public, uh, I yeah. suppose. And it also, this the other thing in this dish, you got cayenne and Spanish sherry. You know, some people like to get sherry from England. Some people get it from, from the, the underside of Norway. I don't know how they get it. Uh, they kind of scrape it off like underneath. In the ocean? No, no, you got to reach underneath Norway and there's like some stuff down there. Sometimes you get sherry from down there, but that's not this stuff. <laughs> This stuff hey, we Joe, get from Spain, yeah. Please talk about this is this is a dish that you worked very hard with Chef Calais to create. It's the Guinea hen papadella. Yeah, the Guinea hen papadella. Okay. Now the Guinea hen, look, the Guinea hen is a special kind of it's you know, it's not just like a chicken or something. You know, it's not just some hen and you walk up and you're like, "Do you want to be in this dish?" and it just looks at you like a freaking moron. A Guinea yeah. a Guinea hen uh, this is a this is a this is a, a hamster that has infiltrated the chicken community uh, to, <laughs> to try to to try to raise money for the the hamster revolution. Uh, that's uh, <laughs> really not in the it's in the very early planning stages, and it's probably between you and me not going to happen. Yeah, you got to wait until they've pretended it hard enough, and then. You know, you're just like, hey, wow, hey, you look like just a regular old chicken. Why don't you come over here? Hey, isn't that your brother over there? And they look over there, you take the chicken. You get him. <laughs> you, you bring him with you. You bring him over. Yeah, you to get the it. Chef. You just get it. You just get it right there. And it's got, now it's it's, it's hen papardelle, but it's also, it's got hen confit in there. Now, what's confit? What, where did you, you, you brought in a whole bag of confit, and uh, you didn't say where it was from. Yeah, well, the confit, uh, you have to charge uh, really hard at a, ga a gas station. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> and whatever you hit uh, will just liquefy. Does not sound that fancy. <laughs> well, but you know what makes it fancy? After you get the confit, you, uh, you, you choose which di diver you like the best. You know, out of Ooh, all the, the great so divers. Hard. That is so yeah. hard. You know, like, can you choose like scuba diver or high diver, or which way does it matter? It's just the divers, you know, that go off the the platform, just platform divers. Okay, okay. Choose your favorite, and when you do that, boom, fancy. You got you got the fanciest confit that you're ever gonna get. Now this also mm -hmm. has apricot and pine nut sugo. Okay, now sugo. Oh, sugo, what is that? Sugo is it's it's like it's like sugar that can't drive, uh, <laughs> which is. Uh, not as much sugar as you think. Most sugar, hmm. most sugar can drive. It just chooses not to. Really, Sugo chooses to drive, but it can't do it. It just can't. <laughs> it's, it wants to so bad. It want oh, it wants to so bad. It's like, can I borrow the car? And you're like, you can do whatever you want, but you won't be able to do it. You know, because mm -hmm. you're a freaking moron over there. And he feels so bad, and he just angst. The angst in his heart turns it into this beautiful pine nut Sugo. 
Sugo. All right. Wow. And you can really taste it too. I, I love this dish. And uh, it has in it classic frisé. Oh, which the classic is, uh, kind. Yeah, which is a frisbee that co that coped with a loss of uh, of its hand of its uh, hand warming manager. <laughs> That's right. Its hand warming is a mess right now. It's all over town with it because yeah. he doesn't have anybody to manage this anymore. <laughs> but he's coping with it. You know, he's yeah. doing okay. Yeah, uh, he's getting uh, getting by right now. And uh, if you're still hungry, well, let's let's hit the main courses. Moscato de Asti poached pears. Now you were part of the uh, the process to create this these pears. Yeah, these, What's, I, I did part of the process. You did a part. Now talk about your part. Well, my part of the process it was to, to get the pears. First of all, you got you can't just get any pears. You get you can't you got to go to the, there's a special tree that Frankenstein knew about, but he forgot about. <laughs> Okay. Well, well, he was distracted. <laughs> well, look, he had a lot going on. There was fire. Yeah. There were people trying to pitchfork yeah. him and stuff. You know, he. But as he was running, this is what a childlike mind he had. As he was running away for his life, people coming with fire and pitchforks, <laughs> and he's like, "Oh my God, I'm gonna die! I'm not, I just, I just was born. I'm gonna die. Look at those peaches!" And then yeah. he forgot about it again because he was running as fast as he could. But That's somehow, right. he, somebody he forgot so much that it's actually a pear. <laughs> He forgot that he, that's how hard, that's how scared he was and how forgetful he was <laughs> while he was afraid. Frankenstein had a lot of problems, but it's our benefit if it makes it into a lovely pear. Uh, we realized that the best way to make these pears fancy is to poach them. And how we do that is we scare a love uh, corn uh, animal, uh, which would be, I guess, a crow. Uh <laughs> I suppose. And, I mean, maybe a rabbit. I don't know. A bunch of <laughs> bunch of guys could eat that, I guess. Uh, but we we frighten the crow. And how that, do you uh, scare this kind of a crow? I mean, what's what are they mostly afraid of? Well, you know, crows. You don't understand this just from looking at them, but they're afraid of gay uh, par, uh, particle acceleration rates. <laughs> wow! They can tell yeah, which ones they are gay. Can tell. Yeah, and they're wow. very homophobic. These crows. So. That's what really scares them and and makes the pears transform into this very fancy dish. I and I thought I thought most crows were afraid of like if a television could be projected through a foot and you could watch a show <laughs> like through the skin of a foot. Does that not frighten these crows? They got over that. Oh, they they went to therapy and they worked yeah. they worked through they did like a version therapy where they'd get a lot of TV feet and just look at them until they were okay. Yeah, they're okay now oh. on that front. All right. Well, they're dead in this uh, in this uh, organic Scottish salmon, so I guess it doesn't really matter. They did all that work for nothing. <laughs> all right. Now look at this: Taos, king trumpet mushrooms, and parsley gremolata. Now there's a you, lot you, going on there. Yeah, the parsley gremolata. You were a big part of that. You said this has got to be in this dish. Uh, talk about that. I, I, ref I look. I ref we, we we got me and me and the chef got into a little bit of a fight about yeah. this. He didn't want to. Yeah. He didn't want to hear about parsley gremolata in this dish. But I said if you if you don't put some gremolata in this dish, yeah. and I'm saying it should be parsley, but any gremolata will do. You don't mm. put something like that in there. You're gonna find your sister built into the side of a wall bang banger, uh, which is like a big <laughs> drink. She's going to be <laughs> packed right into the side of a Harvey Wallbanger. Now, the gremolata, a lot of people don't understand. And what makes something gremolata is uh, you, you, cr uh, you crunch down onto a Keebler elf. <laughs> <laughs> now, 
and you know, you gotta, you gotta eat it real fast while the elf is still making it. While he's still crunchy. Yeah. You gotta get him because while he's it, still making that, uh, you know, sandwich cookie. You just bite down into it while he's still holding it. Yeah. So you get the crunch of the cookie and the elf as well. They're both have yeah. different kinds of crunch, but you can yeah. crunch down on both of them and we hope you do. But if you don't have the time, we did it for you for this dish. Right. Now, talk about the Hudson Valley duck breast. This is something uh, we, we really went back and forth about whether to have this on a main course because this costs about $17,000 uh, per dish, but it's worth it. It's worth it. And I think, I think, I think that's, what, that's what most of these people are going to come away from this meal remembering, you know, because Hudson Valley duck breast. What people don't know is it's only the breast of the duck that comes from Hudson Valley. The rest of the duck is from somewhere else. Okay. Yeah, I think it's from uh, Winter Garden, uh, Minnesota. Yeah, and that's how long the breast is on this duck. It stretches yeah. across several time zones across half the country, so we figured this is the kind of fancy dish you deserve. Now, this has the fermented black bean and duck glaze. That's right. Now. Do we really want to ferment black beans? Is that a, does that taste good when we do that? <laughs> well, I mean, the important thing to know is like, it's like you take black beans and you say, let's wait till they get a lot worse. <laughs> like, let's make sure something goes really wrong and then like keep it in a box locked in there so it keeps going wrong. And it just gets so wrong that you can't believe how right, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It gets fancy at some point. At some point, right. it flips over from rotting and horrifying over to fancy, and we know just the moment to grab it and hand it over to you. Mm-hmm. Now, I'd like to come down here to the all-spice brine pork chop. Now, this has black-eyed peas, tomatillo, and baby onion, grilled peach mustarda. Now, let's talk about that mustarda. Yeah, that's not mustard. No. You know, must, mustard is like, you know, something you get out of a jar and you, you put it on your uncle's elbow and everybody laughs. You know, that's. <laughs> <laughs> my, my family reunions were a little different. Uh, okay. We, we are in fact yeah, brothers. I know, I, so I know, but, th but I'm talking about before we were brothers. <laughs> when we, <laughs> yeah, when, when we, when our DNA, before our DNA merged into one, we used to have different families. People don't notice about us. That's right. Now, if you're one of those people, say, oh, yeah, grilled peach mustard, it just must be mustard. Put Good your Lord. face into the eye of a donkey. <laughs> That's right. You know, just go into a dairy farmer's house and say, I want you to milk me until I can't <laughs> breathe. And if he doesn't do it, you pull a gun on him and you make him do it because yeah, you need to it. learn your lesson. Okay. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Now, now, grilled peach mustarda. Now, this process is very painstaking. It takes a we lot take a, out of us. Yeah, we take a a, do, a dove uh, that has re uh, read the entire works of Shakespeare. Mm-hmm. Even the and, even the weird ones that nobody ever does. <laughs> they, they yeah, read all of them. Yeah, yeah, all the yeah the 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 weird ones too. Two no, two noble kinsmen, you know, ones like this where you're like, does anyone even know this dove knows about it? <laughs> and you take that dove, and uh, you shoe you put shoes on him, and then what's the next stage? Well, the next stage is you ask him, and it's a trick question: Does he want to wash the shoes in with his laundry? Okay, the answer is supposed to be no, but he doesn't know any better because he doesn't even know what shoes are. Yeah. So that's how you know it's time to put him under anesthesia 
for a month and a half. <laughs> now, you're probably saying, oh, this is way too much to go through just for one dish. Yeah, shut just, up. Yeah, shut your face. This is this is the all-spice brine <laughs> pork chop, okay? Put your mouth on the back of your head and see what it's like to talk behind you. That's yeah. That's what you need to know. <laughs> yeah, see how it likes it. <laughs> now, no. this dove at this point is very confused and has had a pretty big... Uh, I know how he you know, feels. Yeah. yeah <laughs> a very big commitment to this dish. So we're going to... Tr- then we sort of transfer our attentions to a lonely ba- uh, baby. That's and right. uh, and a lot of take, them are. They don't have they don't have a, the ability to go make friends yet. Yeah. So you find a lonely baby. Uh, you put it inside a coo uh, a chicken coop uh, with a gnar, a gnarly uh, skater. Now they'll get to know each other. <laughs> <laughs> and then that paves the way for the final stage of mustarda. Yeah. The final stage is you take that chicken coop and you throw it up a flight of stairs. Okay. <laughs> and you, you know, it's not, it's, it's made out of balsa wood, so you can get it going pretty good, but it's going to come right balaloom, right back down on yeah. you. Yeah. And it's going to just land on you and you have to break the fall with your body and somewhere between this falling chicken coop and your crushed body, mustarda is found. Yeah. And we rush it through the table. Yeah. <laughs> and we rush you to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Which now I think we should go down to John Dory. Now th- this is a dish. Uh, it's a main dish, and it's called John Dory. Now, That's why the, is it called John Dory? Yeah. Why? Why? You you, you will not. You ha- you said you were saving it. You didn't want to tell me what. Why we have a All dish right. called John Dory? You All were right. saving well, it for the commercial. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Now, now John Dory. It sounds like a guy that maybe had wo- uh, uh, wo- woven. A big picture of dad of daddy's face. <laughs> That's right. I was thinking like it was a guy who was trying to sell clipboards to sailors back during the whaling times. <laughs> no, no, it's a guy that's woven a picture of daddy's face. Okay, okay. Yeah, this is John Dory. Now, uh, John Dory. Now, even though we think we know who he is, this is not who this guy is. No, John Dory is a guy. Has he got a live- secret life or something? Yeah, yeah. See, he has a he has a life he led that no one knows about till, except me till right now. Wow. Uh, yeah, I'm just learning about it now. John Dory uh, was the original uh, maker of ch- of chubby uh, sausage makers. <laughs> he, uh, he made the sausage makers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the machines that make the sausage. Oh, okay. I thought he made the yeah. guys like no, the guys no, no. who were stuffing the stuff. Like I thought, like. Do you not know about the birds and the bees or nothing like this, these? <laughs> I mean, he may have had half of a part of that, but you're saying he made the machines who made sausages. Yeah, and he and and when and when he did that, he got a he got an amazing just like a bolt of inspiration, and he took the sausage making machines and he put hand handy little uh, caddies on them uh, where you can set your bow your bowling machine your bowling equipment. Like a bull? I mean, what? I don't know what equipment do you got to go bowling? Like, I mean, I know actually. What's well, that little wrist thing you wear? <laughs> yeah, my my, uh, you know, uh, one of my friends from school used to bowl. He used to use one of those things where you can uh, navigate by the stars, and he would oh. look up. He would look up through it, and when you weren't yeah. looking, he'd 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 kick over the pins, 
because you were looking up at the stars, and then it made it look like you got a strike every time. I that's guess essential that's equipment, sort right of there. bowling equipment. Yeah, it works. Yeah, <laughs> look what works. We've worked. But so now the the thing about this John Dory is it's got all kinds of stuff in there that I don't understand. Like it's got Pacific mussels and red yeah. apple, which I understand. But then okay. it's got celeriac. Always thought celeriac was like a celery that we that wanted to comb its hair, but it doesn't have any it hair. It has no hair to comb. Yeah. But it's got the feeling of like, oh, is my hair messed up? Like that's that's also celeriac. Sounds like a children's book. Yeah. <laughs> a really <laughs> short one that doesn't really have much of a moral. Uh, <laughs> that's really what and, it's and all about. And the question I have for you, Joe. Is what kind of Borogats goes into a restaurant and doesn't the uh, really appreciate celeriac? Because this stuff tastes so good. It tastes like if you fooled a moose into loving your face. <laughs> <laughs> and they it takes some effort. They don't want to do that. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. You can't ask. You gotta fool them. I mean, you gotta you really gotta use trickery, all the trickery of your life to get this to happen. <laughs> But it's worth celeriac, it if you do. Ah, uh, celeriac to me, you know, it tastes like, you know, remember how Grandma Parnini used to make a, she used to make that, hey, hey, what's going on, pie. <laughs> I do remember that. Oh, yeah. That that, that gives you the, that kind of nostalgia for that pie makes, that's what celeriac is like. Yeah. Like celeriac is like, is like the first night when you were away at summer camp and one of the cabins exploded. And uh, it sort of sp- <laughs> splattered some different children across your body. And oh, my God. You didn't like it, but they didn't really want to send anybody home because it was expensive. So everybody just kind of had to wash up. That shower <laughs> felt so refreshing. That's what celeriac is like. Now, let's say you've really filled up on celeriac. And you're ready for perhaps a little afters. Now, Look over here, the dessert menu. Now, what we got down here, vanilla bean panna cotta. Everybody's had that. It's delicious. But this has macerated raspberries. Yeah, macerated. Macerated. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, like, you know, like macerated, you know, like sometimes they say, like, you know, you want to get, like, compote or it's smashed or it's. Yeah. Macerated is like if it was chewed on by a tree that has a mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, I thought that macerated is a. It's like when the ancient Romans used to take your hunches and uh, just sort of stretch it over an iron rod <laughs> and then and then pull back on your feet your feet until your bay your Baywatch uh, favorite Baywatch episode comes out. <laughs> Which that does take a while. I mean that yeah. that might never happen. Yeah, that sometimes could be macerated too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, some sometimes uh, sometimes you can say that a raspberry has been macerated if it has been punched through a feed bag so hard that your <laughs> that your your ability to appreciate babies is uh, <laughs> diminished or increased. One or the other. Yeah. It's, not both. It's changed. Is the point? Yeah. It's changed. They, it's changed up in a big big way. But you know, one of my favorites for dessert is a macerated cu- uh, <laughs> custard. Uh, <laughs> Revolver. You, it's I, the I, only way I can eat custard, you know, is just shot out of a gun. <laughs> Otherwise, I won't eat it. You got to shoot it in my mouth when I'm not paying attention. You got to be assassinated with custard or else you have no interest in it of any kind. 
No. Now let's look down here, Joey. Look at this orange olive oil layer cake. Now look at that. Ooh, the very how the sound of it itself sounds so fancy. It does, you know. It reminds me just the sound of it reminds me of a gentle rain falling on a suck suck dog, <laughs> no. which is a dog that you train to to suck your cock. Well, I mean, it looks like they kind of train themselves a lot of the time, like to try to get ready for something like that. Uh, I guess, I guess, if if you really wanted to do that, you could do that. Uh, that's not going to be my way. I'm not going to have it like that. I'm going to have this orange olive oil layer cake. Okay, that's why I, this, this is this is my favorite dessert. Me too. Me too. I actually love this one. I'll tell you why. So most people say, "Do you really want olive oil in a cake?" You know, like that seems like the kind of thing maybe you like saute up garlic with. You don't put in a cake. You know what? Yeah. Fuck you. I'll kill you with my eye. (laughs) I'll take my eye out and I'll shatter your skull with it. I'll make it. I'll freeze it in the freezer as long as it takes. It'll be uncomfortable for me. Don't do that, Joe. No, I'm doing it. I I won't be able to see the whole time, but I'll freeze it until it's hard enough to crack your friggin' skull open. I will kill you with any part of my body that I can freeze. Yeah, let me tell you something. You may be one of those people who's like, yeah, you know, this is it's just really not very fancy, you know, putting olive oil in an in a orange layer cake. Put your neck into a circle of of, bo- of bones. <laughs> I mean, it kind of already is a circle of bones. <laughs> like that's no, kind I of mean, all what your neck no, is. No, go to some sort of uh, darkest Africa and find some undiscovered tribe. Right, and right. And put your neck and just violate one of their sacred rituals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, you know what you should do? You should go to one of those places where they get sightings of dinosaurs still. You know, like, and it's just like you get there and you realize it's like they're probably just looking at a tree or something and it's late and they're nervous. <laughs> And just live with that guy for a while, and have, wait yeah. every night. He'll tell you the story of the time he saw that dinosaur, and you're like, "Oh my god, this guy! I'm gonna freaking..." Ca-. That's what you deserve if you think yeah. olive oil is not gonna go right as rain into this orange <laughs> olive oil layer cake. And look at this first ingredient right off the bat: milk chocolate creme you. Now, what is creme you? Why did you want to put creme you in this? Listen. A lot of people ask me that question, but let me tell you this. If you lick the su- the, su- the sundries uh, found uh, in a general store, like in the 1880s. <laughs> they had a lot yeah, of sundries like, in those stores yeah, back then. That was yeah. kind of their whole stock and trade, right? Right. And you, you lick them, just gently lick them, and then smack the side of your head with a towel, towel uh, arrangement kit. <laughs> they sell the, you... they sell the whole kit <laughs> well how are you going to arrange towels without it yeah. joe you got me i i feel like a <laughs> fool now <laughs> i got no answer to you for that yeah that's the flavor of creme you. that's how you know and then the yeah. other thing it's got is bru- is brulee kumquats Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, kumquats, everybody knows, that's like sort of like a little orange that looks like it kind of is self-identifies as a tomato, and it doesn't make any <laughs> sense. And you're like, pick a thing and be a thing. I don't care what yeah. you are, just be one of them. And the kumquat's like, fuck, fuck off. I'm going to be what I am going to be. And yeah. you got to respect it, but then you got to brulee it. Okay, that's, you know, because now you're upset. You know, he's hurt your feelings, and now he's a, now he must be bruleed. And the way you brulee something is, um, you got to lay down underneath a car um, <laughs> for a little while, 
until, you know, I mean, it doesn't take long because the car's going about 80, so you really only have to lay down there for about a half a second. But that's enough time. And, and the process, though, with the kumquat is a little bit different. If you brulee like a toe, uh, a toe <laughs> of, a ma- of a major uh, uh, supplier of, of dogs um, sure. to a dog, to a dog uh, you know, to a pet store. That that taste that's a certain flavor. That's when two things it, too, by the way. I think you know, like a pet store is one thing. A major supplier of dogs <laughs> sounds far more sinister. And if you brulee his toe, it's not going to be. Yeah, this is a different process. You take the kumquat. You you sort of introduce yourself to it as a cable uh, as a cable spool. <laughs> now, once it accepts you as that. Then you sneak up behind it. You jiggle its, ta- its uh, table manner spots. Oh, boy. Which, <laughs> uh, and, uh, and that's the just the beginning. It starts to make it delicious. You're getting a little brulee then, you know? Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Now, you may be saying to yourself, this isn't that fancy. I want you to crush your da your your dastardly components <laughs> underneath true. a chimney. Yeah, you know, if 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 this isn't fancy enough for you, I would like you to grind yourself until you can drink yourself. That's <laughs> that's what I want from you because I don't want anything else. <laughs> yeah, it's a great and, point. And yeah. when when we've comp- I mean, this we are putting the finishing touches on the compound, so that when you get not when you walk in a restaurant, but when you walk in the idea of the restaurant, <laughs> you, you when you, you have when you walk like through a covered bridge that makes you think about a restaurant, you're going to be thinking about this. Uh, okay, all right. Listen, the compound is ready for you and your family to enjoy these delicious foods. But we need you. There's a menu, uh, there's a uh, there's a coupon in the new circular going how around. You, how could you mispronounce menu and coupon <laughs> within like four seconds? It's amazing. No, there, amazing no, no. It, there's a coupon in the new uh, newspaper that's going around New Mexico right now. And there's a picture of a, ch- of, of a, ch- of a chugged uh, beer. That someone drank and is now empty, and next to it is a little whistle uh, made of punch, uh, made of punch uh, fluid, <laughs> which I guess is blood. <laughs> I guess depends where you hit him. I I don't know. It's hard to say. <laughs> and uh, and I guess and it if could you be crap if you hit him like in the lower back. <laughs> But anyway, the coupon is in there. I mean, it Look could be it. water if you miss and hit an ice cube. You know, you could, that could be the punch juice if you yeah, like. Yeah, good point, Joe. <laughs> like, we, we don't want to limit you as to what kind of liquid is involved in your punches. That's not yeah. who we are. <laughs> and on this coupon, uh, you're going to know that it's the right coupon because uh, at the top, it's got a chuckling ape with a sign that says, hurt me. <laughs> That's right, and if you flip it over really fast, there's a church, a church made of ta- of tang. <laughs> but you gotta flip. You gotta it be fast. very, very quick. <laughs> and uh, and uh, for the first uh, for the first hundred people who come in, you're gonna get a ring that uh, that fell off of a guy who who died uh, during uh, during training to uh, put on aluminum siding. Uh, everybody gets one uh, for the first hundred people. 
That's right. We really want you to enjoy the delicious foods of the compound, but not without this. A radi- radioactive ta- uh, tank. It's uh, full of uh, radioactive fluid uh, we pulled out of, uh, of, you know, the desert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, you know, we just we, we went out to fight. We, we just went out there to one of those little towns. We're like, where's all the radioactive fluid? And they just yeah. like over there, you know, just like... <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's like they were dicks about it, really. I don't frankly. know what it is. Like, I guess maybe yeah. that's the only reason why anybody ever stops by. I don't know, but they yeah, were just—they yeah. were a little salty about it, and I—I yeah. I, I can't blame them. I can't blame them. Their <laughs> life's not going that great. That's for, yeah. If, if you're the—if you're the guy who gets asked directions about where the radioactive <laughs> fluid is, you probably feel yeah, like something didn't go your way. Up rosy, yeah. Yeah, something went away you hadn't planned on. <laughs> now listen, folks. I know you're saying, hey. I only have one night to go eat at a restaurant. Is that what you know and, they're saying? Yeah, yeah. And this is where to go, the compound. Yeah, the fanciest things in life are definitely not free. I was going to say the fanciest things in life are free. <laughs> but you can expect to play pay penny and play. play Never mind. Come on, see us at the compound. Come on down. <laughs>